Again, broadcasting class at Lake Orion High School. As always, I'm your host, Kobe Manzo, joined here by my co-host, Derek Dungan. How's it going? And across the booth, per usual, we have Mitchell Howell. How are we? And Blaze Lauer. <laughs> Hello. Fellas, thank you for joining us today. We've got a little bit of a different conversation today. I know football usually leads the topic of conversation. And don't worry, we'll get to that a little bit later with the NFL new collective bargaining agreement. But today... We're getting a little scandalous. And by scandalous, we are talking MLB and the Astros in the 2017 World Series. Boys, what do we know about this situation, and what are your reactions to it initially? So the information on the MLB cheating scandals with the Astros, so they legally stole signs of opposing teams using technology during the 2017 and 2018 seasons. And garbage cans. <laughs> so... Um, so apparently Manfred's report calls the sign-stealing sign scheme player-driven and yet no players are disciplined. So, you know, yeah. a lot of the, uh, the media is, like, interview, uh, interviewing all sports of players from other different teams, and a lot of them are not happy. And it's rightfully so. Yeah, rightfully so. And so um, we were recently talking a couple of days ago, uh, <laughs> and one of our key points is should Ast Astros hire MMA fighters to be uh, on the team so every time a player gets beamed. Yeah, and so you touched on, like, the fact that even Manfred, who's the you know commissioner of the Ma Major League Baseball, he acknowledges the fact that this is a player-driven scandal, and yet who gets the boot? The head coach. Now, why this? This doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, and it does not make a whole lot of sense quite frankly to anybody. But these players, although they've been fined, they've been almost ostracized by the league and by the fans. Pretty much, his punishment was like he basically said that okay, they have to live with the fact that they cheated. Okay, well, I don't know if you know this, but cheaters cheat because it doesn't feel, they don't have any morals that hold them back from doing so. So the fact that you're going to say they have to live with the fact that they're being cheaters. They already were, right. Yeah, they they, there's, really nothing, there's nothing to they that. So is, they're living with their Super Bowl or their World they're Series. They're living right with their now. World <laughs> Series. <laughs> but here's my thing. On the whole thing, like, is it really player-led? Am I like well, that's the question I want to ask because supposedly. it's very easy to, to put it on the yeah. players because those are the people making the money. You don't want to see them out of the league. But, but regardless of how many I'm times that like all, there's always players on the team though, and they all know about it. Whether they say anything or not, they all knew about it and they could have done something. Agreed, about but it. so does everyone yeah. in the organization. But so like, as I was saying, I believe that it's people higher up that could have stopped it when it when it started. People that you know are higher up in the organization, Agreed. not even just the coach, general managers, people like that. Anybody could, would and could have known about this situation. I don't really think it's hard. If you went to the dugout for one game, you would understand what's going on. So my thing is, is is it really player led, or could it have been stopped way before by someone in charge? And really, none of this could have would have been in blowing up as the way that it did. That's true, but I think the people that, well, you know, obviously going off what you said, definitely, um, but uh, definitely the people who were in charge came up with this idea. And they started doing it, and the players, you know, um, going to Justin Verlander, a lot of people are talking about how this might tarnish his, uh, his legacy. Um, and a lot of people are, are saying that the pitchers on their team, on the uh, Astros team, aren't guilty and that they didn't get an advantage in some way. But think about it. If you're pitching against a team that's already way down behind and, you know, you already have that uh, crush to fall back on, which is the, the cheating, the, the sign-stealing, don't you think the, the pitchers are going to be a little more relaxed out there and they don't really have to put forth that much effort? Yeah, so it's interesting because you look at it as though, like, do you only punish the people? Like, how do you determine who is and who is not at fault? 
do you only punish the people that you believe to be at fault? And do you possibly miss out on a couple of people who get away with cheating? Or do you say, you know, this team, like you said, you know, doing nothing is just as bad as doing it See, in the first place. Do yeah. you say that? Or do you just take, you know, maybe the possibility like, you know, we don't know. We don't have any hard facts, but we think this guy was involved. Honestly, um, being such a big thing that Major League Baseball is, I thought that they were a little soft on their policy. 100%. Oh, if yeah. it was any other league, that team would have been out. I mean, let's just talk about their consequences. In the Little League, there are, there are multiple Little League teams now who will not let Little League go by Astros in I kind mean, of like hey. some, some sort of protest, which I actually like to see. This more than Manfred's done. Right. But I'm saying any other league, especially NBA, NFL, you know something like that is going to take more action. That league would take more action and get involved more. But, I mean, $5 million in forfeiting a first and second round pick for the next two years. Which in baseball is practically nothing. nothing. Yeah. I mean, not only no the picks, cap. but five, like, what? That's no, nothing. Mitch. Completely nothing. So what I'm saying, what? Do you think that they should give up their World Series title? I do not. They shouldn't give it up. They should get it revoked. Ah. You know, a lot of college teams get it. Hey, like, they you know, still want it. So my thing is, is cheating, cheating or not, you didn't win the whole thing by cheating. Yeah, but you still think have about a good it. Clayton Kershaw, his, he got so much heat from all the, uh, the, the fans out there because apparently he wasn't playing to his best ability when really, in reality, he was getting – basically cheated out of everybody and knew his signs just like and Barry so Bonds home run record I feel like the Dodgers really got screwed over for that yeah that is the one team that you look back on this and say oh, 100%. That if there was you know if something different had happened that would be the team that would have benefit most now do I think they deserve the title no. if it is revoked from the Astros I don't think you can go back and rewrite right. the that's past the like problem. that I don't yeah, think that's, that's the that they're in that place to do that but we were joking around the other day um you know big fight the other night Tyson uh, Tyson Chandler or Fury you know do you pick up a couple of these guys to put them on your bench? Do you just put them on your bench <laughs> to say, to it's say, you know, we know we're going to get beamed. Do we pick up a couple bruisers to go I out there and enforce the league? You just have Deontay Wilder stand there with his intro outfit on yeah. and just stare at you. <laughs> yeah. And you won't do anything. Then I'm done. I can't. I can't you can't. Well, you can't about, do anything against about beaming, actually. You'd probably get tired running out to the mound, though, in that 40 pounds. Yeah. I don't know. That's a lot <laughs> of You might be fatigued. Talking about the beaming, um, actually yesterday the Detroit Tigers uh, in spring training played the Astros. Astros absolutely destroyed the Tigers. I but, think it was like 11 to 4. But, but there was a shining point. Let's but, hear it. So Jose Altuve steps up the play. Everybody's booing. And, you know, like I would be too. Yes. <laughs> and so he gets up. He strikes out the first time up. Second time up, he gets beamed right, and it looked like the front of his leg on his yeah. left leg, and he gets beamed right there. He just runs it off, doesn't even, like, uh, give any emotion. Used to Everybody's it. clapping. Everybody's, like, cheering. The pitcher doesn't even care. Nobody cares on the, yeah. the Astros bench because they know if they did, they'd get so much more crap. Yeah, that's interesting, and it's, there's a line out there, the over-under for people hit, I want to say is, because they oh, play, yeah. what, 160-some games? 162. Yeah, yeah. 162, so that, I think the over-under was around just above 80. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely taking the over on that I'm one. Taking over. Because I'm taking just, over. Because you're going to have to get used to, you're talking about like probably a couple game series here, you're going to get two to three guys pl uh, plunked in the do you, series. Do you think the whole entire MLB, every single team in the MLB just cheese now? Because what are they going to do? They can't stop no, every single no. team. I think. No. <laughs> but no. think about it. If you all, if My every single team cheats, mm -hmm. the MLB can't, uh, you know, no, like that punish. That that that, that's when baseball the, the league is, uh, gets ruined. But yeah, here's baseball my is thing. such a pastime sport that will never happen. There's too much honor in the sport like that. I mean, my th my whole frustration with this whole thing is that it's becoming more and more of like sports are becoming like a publicity thing. Like everything that you at these it is athletes, a business. at the end of the day, it's right, a business. Right, but it's more and more like drama alert. Like, why right. are we yeah. so? Why are we? So, it's just. Like, we take one thing, and now for this whole season, we're the, the Astros are going to be under a microscope for the whole time. And the media is yeah. going to be and talking maybe, maybe about they them should. the whole time. I, I, yeah. Not the media side and of I'm it, but maybe they should. And I'm not the one to should. say whether they yeah. should or not, but I'm just frustrated that 
can we just play sports at some point? Like, yeah. it's just be getting annoying, like, how much politics have to go into the to these sports. And, it, and right. like, Major League Baseball, to me, never had that. Like, basketball and football, that had a lot more politics in it. But now, like, something like this, that just kind of changes the way that but you look at the in game of the positivity or In the positive view of this, people are going to be more interested in the season now. I think I'm going to see a lot more higher yeah. ratings yeah. this, this all uh, upcoming. Is good people publicity. are interested. Right. Yeah, right, right. All publicity That's one publicity. mindset and you can have. When you said that, you know, um, you know, you didn't want the publicity or this type of publicity in uh, MLB. You know, B MLB has never been like that. But I think the Astros are the ones that caused it. It wasn't. And maybe um, they need it, honestly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Kind of segueing I, off I mean, of that. Hey. And I think it's a really important point that you talk about is that, you know, obviously Manfred isn't sitting up there and like, oh, like, let's make a cheating scandal. But. Maybe he waited for, like, when he released this information at a good time to, you know, there's kind of a dead Definitely. period, especially Definitely. after the Super Bowl. You don't know how the XFL is going to shake out. There's not a, some hockey going on. There's no playoffs or anything <laughs> to that caliber. But, you know, it's kind of a good time to drop a big bomb like that to the upcoming MLB season and maybe just Very drum true. up a little bit of interest. So do you, looking at it from that perspective that any PR is good PR, mm -hmm. that, you know, baseball, it's, I wouldn't say it's a struggling sport by any means. It's just a, you know, it's a different generation that were these diehard right. baseball fans. Exactly. And are they trying to kind of drum up a bit of interest Honestly, here with this dropping of this news? I love that point because I, I would say who isn't. Like what company yeah. wouldn't be trying to do that? Um, I don't think we could pinpoint everything that they're trying to do because they're good at what they do and everything that they're doing is very strategical. They're not going to make it seem like they're trying to face the whole change in the Major League Baseball, but I'm sure that they're they're working very hard to, like what you said, get their get their name out Drum there up even some more. Interest. And yeah. the thing is, is like like I agree with that. The, the diehard baseball fans are not really going to the games anymore. If that makes sense, like they're getting older and older. That generation's kind of passed. But what it's 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 almost like. What marketing scheme is Major League Baseball going to use to start getting people to start watching their games yeah. again? Not saying this is one of them. They seem one too many Patriots games. But they probably like this. So Scandals. honestly, let's be honest. Is is the MLB that mad at the whole thing? Because, I mean, probably not. Because and you can judge that by the consequences that right. have been dealt exactly. out. Exactly. Right. That's exactly what I'm trying to get at. I mean, they really didn't. They obviously made it seem like it wasn't a big deal. Five million dollars, like really? Especially well, in, a, mean, in, a, in a league that doesn't have paid that off his salary. Like yeah, like, especially in a dollars. league that doesn't have a salary cap. You look at like an NFL or something that has a salary cap. But Blaze, I know you got something on your mind. I'll say. Well, if your whole grand scheme to get more publicity is to not punish somebody for cheating and like yeah. waiting to get it out just. To like have the reaction, that's a little sketchy no, that's too. Not what but I'm guess what? Saying it is, guess what? We're talking about it, well, <laughs> and we're not the only ones talking about that's it. We're not the only say. ones, right. you know, critiquing the commissioner, critiquing. You know, I would have done this. Who's to call who crazy? I though? Done this. Honestly, Manfred who's is to a, say who's is crazy nowadays? Yeah, can he we could talk be about the Ronald McDonald? Thing. <laughs> 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 well, back to PR. You know, <laughs> Carrera. Like, is he now part of the PR squad now? Because. He was doing an interview, and all he was doing was just, you know, telling everybody the reason why Altuve didn't rip off his jerseys because he's got yeah. an unfinished tattoo and yeah. just all these excuses. Like, why are you doing this? You're not helping it. And apparently he's got to just explain to the public now why they did what they did. This has been a good lesson to not only the public but the world of baseball, and it transcends outside of baseball that – you know, the way that you carry yourself and the way that you speak in front of an audience, especially the audience that is the fan base of the MLB, is that you do have to be careful with your words. Definitely. Now, when he's up at head coach is up at the podium and he says something along the lines of, you know, I don't think it had any effect on the game. And then probably a minute or two later, a reporter is like, when you said that it didn't have any effect on the game, tell me what you remember. I never said that. I don't recall. <laughs> now, when, when something like that comes out and you're a respected head of this organization that has been, you know, before this, a very prominent and recognized 
recognized organization. Right, people are going to turn their heads, 100%. And that's like, you really need to be careful about what you say. And I, uh, this whole this whole kind of, this, this situation here has been not very well handled by either side, I no. would say. And I mean, that could be partly because you don't really know how to handle something like this. Very true. But the other thing is, is you're going to at some point when you're working a job like that so handle it like a man and i don't think that's what they've done at all no right. so verlander um I don't, I don't remember what the award was from but he was getting some sort of award from this year and the first thing he said i think was along the lines of um you know thanks to my technologically advanced team after it, it's been leaked out that they've done this and a lot of people were like he's just joking he was just you know trying to make light of a situation oh a lot of people were mad like they were like how dare he like yeah. jv make light of it yeah like, make, make light of something of like that and just and joke around about it baseball has not had this kind of scandal in a long time like you said you associate this politics and this this scheming of sorts to win and the other um, more personality-filled leagues of the NBA and the NFL that have these big time. Not that baseball doesn't. They definitely do, and they have great players, too, that go along with it. But you don't associate this kind of scandal with a game like baseball that is this time-honored tradition and this very set-in-stone rules, this stubborn, if you almost to say stubborn. Mm -hmm. But you don't associate this kind of scandal. So it, it kind of, I don't know like how to say it, it hits different. It hits a little I bit agree. different when it's coming from baseball. And it was kind of just like a shock. Yeah, very I, much Out of so. nowhere, pretty much. I had a lot of respect for those Astros guys. And not I to think say, we all did, not especially to say that, that. Yeah, not to say that I don't at all anymore. I still think they're probably great human beings. It's just that but come on. you look at them in a new light after you see this yeah. and, like, the unfinished tattoo. Then you see a picture of him on the beach with right. the fellas and this, yeah, like, bare-chested. That was the worst part of it for me is, like, so first it's, like, his unfinished tattoo. And then, like, other people are saying it's because of the wire on his chest. And then... Some people are saying it's because his wife doesn't want him with his yeah, shirt off on TV. Yeah, but see, what? why would he be concerned so much right. about his shirt? Exactly. Know, just, that's just the weirdest Dude, part. like, guys don't really care about that right here. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, you're a Sus. professional athlete who is, like, pretty much a male model. Right. For God's sake, <laughs> you've probably been on ESPN to do magazines with them and whatnot the after magazine. that. I mean, shoot. <laughs> so I'm just saying. The body issue. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Were you so worried about everybody ripping off your shirt? No. And if you're that worried about it, wear a shirt under your jersey if, you, if you're that worried about wear a shirt under your jersey you feel yeah. me and if you're like, that happy if you, like, right and if you if you didn't cheat and you've won a world series like that wouldn't you not really have that going through your mind as you're celebrating with your team you're like like you're exactly. happy you're ecstatic rip yeah. my shirt off for exactly. all i care you wanted it like preserved. so that obviously was fishy <laughs> sure but it's also one. like the the the, mat, the fact of the matter is that nb the, the mlb <laughs> the mlb saw that and they obviously just didn't care or didn't look at it enough to to realize i'm sure they looked at it enough but they didn't yeah. realize hey this is a little different or they were just like hey let's just let it go Throw another and rug. it looks like more and more that they said let's just let it go because it was almost it almost felt like they put all this information in your face and you were kind of sitting there waiting for the consequences and you're like all right, so when is this when is this going to take the next step? When is this story going to take the next step? And it just hasn't. And we've it's all expected more. It's been more, a fumble of just everything. Now, moving over to a league that actually is out of the spotlight for once is the NFL. Now, with the uh, coming up of the XFL and the Super Bowl is over, so we're in a little bit of a dead period here. But the talk right now is about the new collective bargaining agreement that is possibly bringing some big changes to the league. Um, the NFL Owners and Players Association are engaged in negotiations right now. Actually, they have been for a pretty long period of time uh, for the new agreement going into the 2020 season. Now, the collective bargaining agreement, the CBA, right now actually doesn't end until next year, 2021. But um, I know the Owners Association and them, they're really trying to get this out of the way earlier so they can um, set up their television deals because that's where the NFL makes the most of their profit is off those television deals. So the quicker they can get those out of the 
the way. Um, you'll see why, because they might mess with the schedule here as we talk about it some more. But they think they really want to get that out of the way as soon as possible. Um, but the biggest point here um, is the NFL membership is already have said to uh, have voted and approved an agreement and is waiting on voting from the Players Association. There are some big time changes, and I think that you guys might be a little surprised by this because I was. But also, you know, when you think about it some more, they start to make a little bit of sense when you place them in context. But they're looking right now, moving towards a 17 weeks, as in 17 games in the regular season, and thus adding one game from the previous 16, and then cutting down the preseason from four games to three. So that really, timeline-wise, isn't going to change much. You're just getting a little bit less preseason, so you're going to have you know, less chance for those guys, those bubble guys, to make the team. Which is but only a quarter for the starters, though. Exactly, Think yeah. About it. That you're is playing true. a whole other game for them. Yeah, that is interesting. But like for those guys, like you said, if playing a whole other game, it's already tough enough for a lot of NFL guys to make it through a season healthy. Yeah, most. Um, and coming off this legendary wild card weekend this year, we had some great games with um, the Titans, most notably. Um, but they are also going to be adding an extra wild card, so there'll be an additional team making it into the newly designed 14 playoff. So, what do you guys think about that? And what are the opportunities moving forward for some of these teams that maybe you know didn't get in the past years? Let's be honest. Looking at it from a business perspective why would everyone that runs the league want more games because more money money. right and it's obvious obvious yeah now let's look at it from the player's perspective especially with everything that's happened in the nfl with the whole taking a knee that's where it started and everything let's look at it like that they're using these guys ruining their bodies a little bit more every year to make more money so what does that look like to these players? I'm just saying, looking at yeah. it from that perspective, from their perspective, is if the NFL is only making more games just for more money, why would the players want to play more games? Like, even if they were paid slightly a little bit more, which they probably will, because they will be compensated. Right. Yes, it's almost like is it really, it's almost like is it worth it? I just yeah. want to play football. I mean, like they already have so much money. Is that like barely? increase of their money like worth it to them right now they already have so much money you're speaking about maybe the top the upper class of the nfl you talk about some guys that are just on like a practice squad or a third string guy that extra bonus could be a big difference or a big change for them and there's a lot more of them than you have these uh these high brass nfl players right but are those the ones that are going to be playing in the game that's true what kind of impact how do you gauge that the players association is you know for the players but i'm sure it's not the voices that are being at the top of that are not the players that are on the practice squads and everything that is also a very i mean whose really opinion is it richard that's very true so um in the newly proposed cba at least as has been reported by Schefter and a couple of numerous other sources uh the revenue percentage this is a very interesting point here and the numbers kind of you have to almost say them multiple times for the reality of it to actually sink in. Uh, the revenue percentage for the players shifts from 47 to 48.5%. So they're going to up them 1.5%. Now, a lot of players on social media and otherwise have been asking for 50-50 for a long time as they feel it's right that the, fi- the players get 50% of the revenue and that the owners and the setup of everything get 50%. That's what, that's what they've been wishing for for a long time. So they're not going to get that in this new CBA, which is probably something, uh, a, point of content, a point of contention for them. But you know how much money this is. 1.5% may not seem like a big jump. Yeah, it's $5 million. Right, not, sorry, $5 billion. Did I say $5 million? $5 billion. Billion with a B. <laughs> $5 billion. That's the extra revenue that will be going over to the players. But you also have to think, like you said, that this revenue is going to be split up between rosters, teams, whatever. That's still a, that's a big chunk of change. So I mean, how, how much, you know, how much do you 
for well, you, like, evenly distributed? No, 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 it's not, though, more because think person, about it. More for this person? It's probably people person. that make more money on their contract. So let's say someone's making $100 million. It would all be worked out in percentages. So right, yeah. right. So let's say they're all getting another percent and a half for each contract. So the guy making the minimum, let's just say, uh, what is it, around 450 k Something like that. Yeah. And then the guy making the 100, 000, or 100 million, if that guy gets the 1.5%, He's going to get so much more money out of that. Yeah. So really, is it just like I kind of want to know a little bit more how they do the fine detailing, but if they just make the rich richer, I don't really get the point in that, if that makes sense. No, that's a really good point. I think what's really interesting, at least to me, about this situation is how much of this have you guys heard about the CBA and the players? I haven't. All I've yeah, seen sure. is like on social media about the players saying this is a bad idea. So yeah. this is a great this is a great this is actually exactly what I was looking for actually. You haven't heard a lot, especially from the player Not side. Much. Any of the information that has been leaked has been from the ownership, has been from the NFL organization. Now they're leaking this stuff, they're saying, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna pay them this much, we've got this incentive, this incentive. Why don't we ever hear from the player side? Which is a very it's a very interesting because when you look at a situation like this, you obviously want to see both perspectives. And the Players Association, in my opinion, has done a terrible job with their publicity. And if they really want to get, if they want to get the people on their side, if they want to get the people, um, you know, the not only the players the obviously, but the them. public behind them, the fans, they want to show them like, like this is what we need for our players. This is what we need for the guys that go day in and day out and you know put their body on the line. And I haven't right. seen, I haven't seen anything from them. Do you think so I agree? That's interesting I, to I me really that. That they wouldn't be leaking some more information. Like, we've seen all of the quote unquote, you know, good effects that the CBA may have for the NFL and for the players. You know, why doesn't the Players Association give us something and be like, this is going to suck for us that the NFL is trying to do? Like, let me, let's make you aware of this. Do you think that it's because uh, they kind of threaten the players? Like, if you guys say, like, it's not because they threaten them, but that's what I was going to get toward. That's what I was going to get toward. It's not not that they threaten them, but could the players feel Threatened. threatened? Yeah. Because, like, they don't let's say you know none of this publicity comes out and all of a sudden the NFL is like hey we're going to go to this you know CBA all of a sudden an extra game extra playoff and the players are like yeah I don't really know how I feel about that yet and I don't really know if I want to speak on that yet yeah. but these guys are pushing it out there and making the public feel like that's what exactly what we're going to do and the players are like but we don't even have our say in it yet but the public's already talking hey they're moving to a 17 game schedule yeah so that's so it's why like they're, yeah. they're under pressure definitely so it's really important for them to almost get in front of it get in front of the crowd get in front of the Agreed. agreement they get in front to. of the not the issue but, but the, down. the situation and um just like have your opinion out there before the other guy does the first one that reaches you know the general population has been the nfl and the ownership and if we only see their perspective just like if we only saw the players association's perspective the argument would be very skewed in their favor and that could work for and that's any issue that you've ever heard of but obviously an issue of this magnitude uh five billion dollars in the mix possibly more money if the terms are renegotiated like i said the ownership has agreed on this but the players association is actually still waiting uh to vote on it and we've seen i know jj watt tweeted out there and richard sherman has been a huge voice and he is um let's see here he is on the executive he's a vice president on the nflpa executive board and um, that's kind of goes back to what I was saying. They're really pushing this 50%, 50% revenue share. And Richard Sherman has been not only a huge voice for the league, but being a vice president on this board, he obviously has a great voice, and he's a he's a great mind on that. Kind I of agree. Stuff. But I mean, let's. I mean, we just said that one one and a half percent is five billion dollars. Yeah. And I'm just saying, what you know, so if they're given that much money, what what would make them inclined to give them another two per, or another percent and a half, which would be another another five yeah, billion? Yeah, like that's a lot of money. If you're going five off billion of that, dollars. Yeah. Is a lot. It's a big jump. Billion that and I understand, get, but I understand that that's what they want. 
that's what they want. But let's be honest, at some point they're going to get more. It's just right now for what it's calling for. I don't know if they necessarily deserve that 50% right up front because, you know, once they get to that 50%, what are they going to ask for after exactly. that? Exactly. So do you you know? just, that's a great so argument let's there. So let's keep working towards getting to 50-50. Is that do you settle at 50-50 because eventually, say, they renegotiate, okay? They, they bring up some point that the NFL hadn't thought of, which is a, a long shot in that. And they'll want more. But say you get to that 50-50. What happens next? The Players Association doesn't sit back and say, you know, all right, we've made it to the promised right. land. Like, we're, we're here. Like, that, 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 that never happens. That never happens in sport. It Even never happens in business. It never I'm happens talking, in right. life. That yeah. never happens. And they won't be content like that. So, for me, I, I love the idea of 50-50. In theory, it, it sounds great. But I think that's something they strive for. I'm with you. I think that's something they strive for. I don't think it's something that's attainable right now. Exactly. But also, I'm not in their shoes. And we, none of us are, so we can't speak on their behalf. But, you know, just from my opinion, my outsider's view, I've heard way more from the NFL ownership than this player association and honestly i'd love to have more information on both sides but unfortunately it's not available well isn't the whole point of this new cba like realistically if you think about it like to make more money for these owners and stuff like that yeah it's about but the then, revenue of the league right but then if they increase and the players, the players if they increase the players to 50 percent of whatever this is isn't that pretty much just canceling out all the money that they just tried to make so what's the point of even changing anything at all as far you're talking about, uh, you're talking it's about going like from 47 like, to 50, right? It's going from it's going from right now 47 to 48. They'd still make more money. I'm saying so, they're trying to get to 50. The players are. Yeah. So if they, you know, did this new CBA and then they were like, okay, well, we'll, we'll give you 50. Wouldn't that just kind of just like minimize the profits that they thought they would make the, going the from 47 game. to 48 yeah. and a half? It's an so interesting then, like, point. Why yeah, would they it's an interesting point. Bring it up at all? Why would like, they push for that? Like going to fifty would just be like too, too much of a loss for them. I feel like maybe. I think that's an interesting point. You know, it's, it'd be interesting to see the thought process that goes behind you know closed doors and the conversations that happen between a lot of these NFLPA execs, and you know what they're pushing for and their agenda. Like I said, we don't know. And that's that's kind of the hardest right. part about the situation is there's not much information, but there it sounds like they're really far ahead in these negotiations, and they've been at it for a long time, and they have a lot of NFL brass and a lot of um, you know big high minds in this in this sector have all gathered, and they've been negotiating this and um, you know cracking it out for a while here, but there hasn't been there's been little to no progress, and so that's interesting to me because as a player, I mean, what would you think, and what do you think like? The regular player thinks they have a, a, a voice in this at Not all? Or at do all. you think, because you've seen the Twitter from J.J. Watt, and obviously Richard Sherman is a very outspoken individual, as, we, as we've seen in recent years. But do you think the average guy or, like, the starter maybe, like, what are their opinions on I mean, What do you think? I mean, is it not a, pl is it not a union? Is it not a yeah, player's union? Exactly. So let me ask you, like, in what union are you, you know, well, the voice, unless you are Richard Sherman or J.J. Well, Watt. like, who's the, the players association? Who is it made up of, right? That, is it that's made the up other like, thing. Is it every like single some player? Some players, some past players? And how yes, much, that's and exactly, how much do they exactly contribute? And how much do they contribute to making these decisions is my other thing. Yeah, so there you are some players. There are some players, um, like current players, like a Richard Sherman on the um, the NFLPA that committee. But there are a lot of past players, and then you know, obviously, they are rep trying to represent the best interest because they've been in their shoes. Um, then you have, I believe, a couple outsiders, but. Um, that group is composed of people who know way more about the business side of the NFL yeah. than just about anyone else. Because yeah. I think that's what the players the players need that. Because not every player is like a Richard Sherman. They can't go and negotiate their own right. deal and Stanford. make their own terms. They didn't go to Stanford, right? So yeah, they need smart. these business-savvy guys to make their deals for them. And that's without them, 
I think we're talking a way different conversation because the NFL rules. The NFL is this massive powerhouse that is just raking in all this revenue. And if you don't have these business savvy guys to kind of back you, you're in a terrible spot as you, if you're the, for the players. What I'm thinking about is like it's real easy to sit there, you know, as an owner in your suit and write, okay, this looks like a good idea. We're going to get all this money, right? Yeah, things look good on paper but sometimes, then, but then when you put them into practice, right. obviously not everything works right. out. But if it were that the, easy, then we wouldn't be having these I negotiations. Mean, right. Then what? for the players, they're like, well, this isn't good for us because I'm the one that's out there playing in the game, right? So yeah. then I guess the, the owners, they were like, well, maybe if we brought it down a little bit, maybe they'll think about agreeing to Compromise this. almost, right. yeah. Let me let me ask a question. Is it inevitable that at some point, not only the NFL, but the NBA and the MLB and the NHL all add games to their season? Not oh, I mean I mean That's a good question. Hear me Just out. Just for revenue's sake, for revenue's sake. Or subtract games. I'm talking MLB. I could always see that happening. MLB I've is always definitely said shortened. That. I don't get yeah. why they need hundred sixty. But I'm just saying, is it really out of the blue like that to say, and i understand like football is the least amount of games yeah so that's why everybody's like why would it's the you hardest know? but it's also yeah. the most it, i wouldn't it, say it, you know, it, it hardest, deserves to be the lowest amount of games hardest maybe body. not but the Physical most physically toll. demanding yes. right, it's right. The most so what i'm saying right. that's so what i'm saying is like i understand how football could be under the spotlight a little bit more because they're playing less games in general and adding one game is a lot more to a season than adding one game to a baseball season yeah but these players like let's let's be honest People get hurt a lot in the NFL, and it's well, going to keep happening more with an extra game. Even though you're taking away a preseason game, I understand a preseason game is only, only the you're only playing for a quarter anyway. Yeah. So let's just let's take away another preseason game. Is what I would say. Let's play two, and let's keep the games at 17 extra wild card game. We're ready to rock and roll. So they have a lot of decisions to make, but um, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Cheap Seats. Now I do want to give a quick shout out. Uh, no XFL content on today's show because on Friday we'll be airing the first episode of Extreme. Football talk, focusing Ye on all the news inside and outside of the XFL. Yes, so sir. be sure to check that out. It won't be live streamed, but it will be posted on the Dragon Broadcasting page as well as YouTube. But I'm your host, Kobe Manzo, and thank you for tuning in with us today.